Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is the N2N Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Yun Nguyen. And as my friends affectionately call me Ninja, because my listeners are my friends, you can call me Ninja, too. This is the N2N Podcast, the alpha to the omega, the beginning to the end, talking about life, motivation, entrepreneurship, inspiration in this all-you-can-eat buffet called life. We are back in the studios after a little bit of break. Uh, Career-wise, had a trial. Uh, Today, I want to talk about this thing called compromise right compromise and I'm gonna put it in the context of uh, in the legal realm okay in the legal realm there is this mechanism um, when lawsuits are filed called mediation and mediation is kind of that last step to try to get a case resolved before full-blown trial and all the cinematics and production of putting a case in front of a jury Uh, in Texas at least, of 12 random strangers to decide the fate or the outcome of a particular case. So mediation uh, is that last step. And I will say statistically in the industry, approximately 95 to 99% of all cases settle before trial. And most often this is because of mediation. So it serves a very valid function uh, in the purpose of um, lawsuits and disputes. But the process of mediation goes as follows. So uh, we bring our clients into one room, for example, uh, and let's say we're the plaintiffs suing another party. The defendants who are defending the case and their lawyers will be in another room. And in the middle is somebody called the mediator. And the mediator is typically a former judge or a long-term practicing trial lawyer somebody that brings some experience and clout in resolving cases or understanding the full scope and value of cases. And so going into mediation, let's say we're demanding a lot of money to settle this case or to get this case resolved, and the opposing side is offering little money uh, to get a case resolved. So there's a wide spread between what we want and what they're willing to give up. And so what happens through the course of mediation is that we state our case, the defendant state our case, and then the mediator bounces back uh, from room to room throughout the day to point out the pluses and minuses of the case to help bring both parties to what they would expect to be reality, what the realistic outcome at trial may possibly be or probably be. Okay, so we go back and forth and each side gets closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to a value that they would accept to get the case resolved. Okay, and it's, it's, it's got to be somewhere between what we're demanding and what the other side is willing to give up. Okay, and that is uh, a mediated settlement. And as I say, most cases get resolved this way. I've conducted hundreds of mediations uh, throughout my career so far. Um, The reason I tell you this is because mediation is synonymous with a compromise. And going into a mediation, I always tell my clients the following, something to the, to the, um, respect to the following, which is by definition of a compromise, you're not going to be happy with the result at the end of the day. Okay. All parties, except the mediator who gets paid, uh, for their time and, and effort and energy is, both sides will not be happy with the outcome at the end of the day. If there's a settlement reached, that means what? We did not get as much as we wanted. 
the other side paid more than they wanted to pay. So we're right in the middle of a compromise, and so both sides are, in essence, un... I wouldn't say they're not happy. They're happy the case is resolved, but there's somewhat of a feeling of unsatisfaction, not getting fully satisfied for what you expected uh, your ultimate outcome to be. Okay? It's a good thing. Cases get resolved. Uh, people can move on with their lives. You know, there's some type of um, compensation uh, to get people back to whole. Um, but in the end, there's this, it's kind of like a, a taste in your mouth. It's kind of like uh, going to the casino and let's say you're at the blackjack table and you're up, let's say, $10,000, uh, but you didn't leave the table. You keep gambling and you keep gambling and you walk away with, let's say, 1500 bucks. So when you leave, like for me, when I leave, it's like, man, I made, I, you know, I, I'm walking away up 1500 but man, I left a lot on the table that I could have left uh, had I, you know, I could have had if I left earlier. So it's kind of like that, that taste or that feeling like um, you didn't get full boat, okay, but you're still ahead. The reason I bring up this situation about mediation and compromise on my birthday is because uh, I thought about it this morning, in fact. Um, I thought about, you know, four decades on this earth. Who, you know, who are the people that I've run into or who have I, the people that I've spent my time with the most? You know, some would say it's my family, my brothers. Um, but, you know, they got older and went on to their own lives, so it's not a lot of time together. Uh, some would say it's my parents. Yeah, they've been with me 48 years, but as I've gotten older, moved away from home, you know, that, that, long, that long, long standing, continuous time together uh, is not it. Some would say it's my spouse, perhaps, but, you know, that's only a, a limited time of my complete life. Uh, grade school friends, high school friends, middle school friends, college friends, yes. Uh, time well spent with these people, but still not a lot of time as people get older, have their own families, and so on. So I just sat there and I realized the time, the person that I've spent the most time with is in fact myself. I've spent the most time with myself, and therefore by extension, the longest conversation with someone that I've ever had is myself. That conversation that goes on in your head, which will be uh, a topic of another episode, that is the most lengthy conversation I've ever had with someone because I'm having it on a daily basis for as long as I've been alive where I've been able to comprehend language. Um, that conversation happens on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute-by-minute -minute basis. Um, that conversation with yourself is the most important conversation that you will ever have for your whole life, for your whole life. And so bridging it together with the idea of compromise, I came to the realization that when you're focused on success or your goals or trying to achieve something greater than where you are now, when you have that conversation with yourself, 
you should never compromise with yourself. Never compromise. Hold yourself at that high standard of value for what you want out of life. Never dip. Never mediate. There's no one on the other side of that negotiation except mediocrity or less than that. So understand that when you compromise with yourself, when, you, when you're not willing to put in the extra work, hey, let me, let me just sleep in today. Uh, man, I can you know, address that document I need to write tomorrow. Um, let me watch one more episode of whatever, Ozark or The Walking Dead before I get started. Um, man, I don't want to put up you know, 150 basketball shots today. Man, I don't want to work out. You know, I can always hit chest and arms tomorrow. Whenever you have compromised with yourself, that essentially puts you back into that less than what you really want out of life area. Maintain that standard. Maintain that value when you're talking to yourself to be unwilling to compromise, to be unwilling to mediate. Don't let a third voice enter the conversation and say it's okay to take a day off. Don't let a third voice, a mediator, come in and say it's okay to not put in the work. If you want to be great, if you want to achieve greatness, if you want all that you can possibly want out of your own life, and as I say, go back to episode one, if you want to fill your greatest controllable potential for yourself, you have to be unwilling to compromise or mediate with that voice or that conversation that goes in your head. So that's my birthday message to everyone out there listening. Um, I'm so excited to celebrate another year. And let me, let me say this last note on a birthday. Most people celebrate birthdays as a year gone by. Hey, I lived another year. Hey, I was able to be around for another year. Hey, I was, you know, and they, they look at it retrospectively. And in a sense, when you look at birthdays retrospectively, you get a, a little bit of nostalgia. You get a little bit of a man, I turned one year older. I would challenge you to look at your birthdays going forward as this. And this is the way I look at it today. This is one more year that I have learned to get closer to my fullest potential that I'm designed or destined to have for myself. So happy birthday to me. I'm so excited about today and, and the next year going forward and many years after that. Um, and I will look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode of the end to end podcast. Again, if you found value in this episode or any of my other episodes, please share this one. Please share this comment like on all uh, social media platforms at N number two N podcast at N two N podcast. Um, like us on Spotify and follow. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.